On this edition of Kiwi Tripsters, we venture to Australia's greatest holiday playground, the mighty Gold Coast. From the beaches and bling of surface paradise to the wonders of the hinterland, the mountain villages and luxury retreats, we've got all bases covered. Welcome to the glorious GC. We're back with Kiwi Tripsters Travel Podcast. Get ready and take off to spectacular destinations as we continue our journey and share the inside word on all things travel. Whether it's luxury travel or backpacking on a budget, whether it's cruising or foodie trips, we've got you covered with top tips and tricks so you can have an amazing travel experience. And now, over to your hosts, Mike Yardley and Andrew Seppi. Welcome aboard Kiwi Tripsters as we continue our travels through Queensland. I'm Andrew Seppi. I'm Mike Yardley. Dangerously good to see you again, Andrew. <laughs> and you, Michael. Yes. Right, let's turn our attention once again to Holiday Playground, the Holiday Playground of the Gold Coast. Yes, so many hot spots, so many options strung along that glittering coastline of golden sands. <laughs> so if you perhaps want a bit of a change from the heavy hitter locales like Surface, there are some less crowded and low-key spots. Yeah, the Gold Coast is known as the holiday destination. You can think, oh, you know, it's quite crowded. They want a bit of peace and quiet. So where is good? Where's a good base on the GC that is not so crowded? Well, I think a really good beach base is Burley Heads. Uh, The locals just call it Burley. And if you look (laughs) at a map of Queensland, it sits like a comma between Surface Paradise and Coolangatta. It's like a photogenic punctuation mark along the Gold Coast. How very picturesque. Indeed. Um, and unlike Surface Paradise, the waters around Burley are generally less choppy. So if you are a family heading away, the kids will probably find the water a lot more relaxing. Um, and the tourist tempo around Billy Heads is far less frenetic. And there's also some fantastic walks around the heads as well. Absolutely. I adored taking some very leisurely strolls in Burley Heads National Park. So that wraps around the headland, as the name would suggest, Mm -hmm. and you get the most amazing ocean views. And then along the foreshore of Burley... Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. You've got those towering, fragrant Norfolk pine trees with lots of really sweet spots for a picnic or a barbecue. The one thing I really love about Australia, Mm -hmm. Andrew, which I don't think we do much here, Mm -hmm. is there are a whole lot of like free barbecue facilities built into the parks. Yeah, we used to have those. I mean, the, the, the groins used yes, to have those. that's Coin-operated barbecue. Yes. But I don't think that we used that much. No. But even in um, Australia with their barbecues, they're not even coin-operated. They're just free to rock up and use as you want. Ah. The idea is you just, you know, give them a bit of a clean afterwards. Yes. Don't share your COVIDs. Exactly. Yes. Um, the other really cool thing about Burley, oceanfront dining is just everywhere along uh, that strip, and you will swear the fish on your plate has jumped straight out of the sea. It is so fresh. Um, A really funky cafe culture around Burley as well. Now, this is the southern end of the GC, right? Correct. And if you do like dining with a view of those sun-kissed sands, another awesome spot is the neighbouring beach, so shuffling a bit further south towards Coolangatta, to Kira, Kira Beach. Very, very nice beach too. It is, and it is home to Siblings Restaurant, which for many years operated as a heritage-listed pizza hut venue. Now, that <laughs> does really sound like an oxymoron, heritage-listed <laughs> 
Pizza Hut. Yeah. Right. Because the building is about a century old. Yeah. So for decades, it was a Pizza Hut uh, branch. <laughs> but um, in more recent years, it was the Chiani family that restored the venue back to its former glory. And it's now a very hot new haunt on the southern Gold Coast. You've got unobstructed ocean views yeah. on that outside deck area. And the interior of Siblings. Uh, restaurant is just riffing coastal beauty. Lots of soft hues of lime green and peach and orange. Um, it's a, just a stunning, stunning venue. Now, you seem to know this very, very well. Mm. So what did you have for lunch? Well, well. They, they do have a rather expansive menu. <laughs> Which you tried. Yes, indeed. Um, mm. An abundance of GC seafood, really. So mm. lots of local ingredients, but it beats to a very... Mediterranean tempo. So the small plates menu, for example, you've just got so many awesome choices. Char-grilled king prawns, baby capers, uh, croquettes, manchego. Now, what do we know about manchego, Andrew Zippy? Manchego would be a sheep cheese. Yes. Does that make it a feta? No. No, feta can be a sheep cheese, but I think manchego is a different kind of sheep cheese. Spanish. Indeed. Yes. So you'd have to say manchego. Yes. Great. What is ba-ba in Spanish? Um, A sheep. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite dish, by the way, was the baja, nothing to do with sheep. The baja, not ba-ba, the baja (laughs) fish tacos, which came with a citrus slaw. Why do we say slaw suddenly and not coleslaw anymore? I think, isn't that an Americanization? Yeah. Isn't that, so. isn't that a, a KFCism? I think so. Slaw? Yeah, give me some slaw, baby. Yeah. Uh, pickled jalapeno and lime. Okay. Yes. Now, you always seem to uh, have close encounters with the wildlife in Queensland and generally the birds. Yes. Uh, what about these hair parts? Yes. Well, in the southern Gold Coast... <laughs> I enjoyed some fabulous FaceTime with our fairy and feathered friends. Uh, yes. That was a lot of Fs. Yes. At Corumban Wildlife Sanctuary. Yes. Andrew, I cannot think of any other place in the world where you can revel in a wildlife sanctuary just a few steps from the beach, which you can at Corumban. Well, you can in Nelson. Can you? Yeah. Remember they had that little wildlife sanctuary right in the middle by Tahuna Beach in Nelson? Yes, they did. You're right. I know. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. So at at Corumban, um, it's home to this vast collection of native Australian animals and birds who've been living the beach beachside dream. It was called Natureland. Natureland in Nelson. That was it. So in Corumban Wildlife Sanctuary, (laughs) southern Queensland, um, you've got all these... uh, Fabulous Australian fauna family members. Yes. Living the beachside dream for nearly 75 years. Um, it will keep the family agog all day, cuddling koalas, meeting roos, admiring crops, snakes, and, of course, radiant bird life. Now, you have a thing with birds. Birds will have a thing with you, actually. Oh, yes. They tend to seek you out, mm. steal your food, mm. put you into therapy. Yes. Did you have breakfast with the birds? I did. Ah. I did. If you arrive at 8 o'clock on the clacker, you will beat the rush, but not the birds. <laughs> because waiting for you, hundreds the of rainbow, rainbow lorikeets. Your favourite. My personal favourite. Yes. I'm actually still in therapy after my close encounter with that mob of lorikeets <laughs> at the Polish place in Tambourine Mountain. But anyway, oh. if you're like me and you're a sucker for punishment, go to Corumban, 8 o'clock, and it's rainbow lorikeet breakfast time. Um, so keep your hat on as they join you for breakfast. Uh, they are very messy eaters, mm. not particularly well toilet trained. And if you do join the free feeding, 
uh, they might just mistake you for a branch. No, I think they didn't mistake you at all. I think they know exactly <laughs> who you are and they've got your number. Now, there's a fabulous rainforest. Yes. Um, what else is there to check out? What, what, have a wander. Yeah, there's um, all sorts of add-on attractions now at Corumban. So if you've been there before, I would go again for two recent innovations. You yeah. can get right up close, quite interactive style, in the Wildlife Hospital, which is such a great rehab facility in southern Queensland. So, you know, if um, a local or a tourist comes across an injured kangaroo or koala, generally it will go to this Wildlife Hospital for rehab. So that's really cool. They're doing God's work. And a more recent addition is the... Rehab. Yeah. (laughs) Kangaroo with a cocaine addiction. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You never know. It's (laughs) Queensland. (laughs) That's very true. Oh, yes. Uh, And another recent addition is the Extinction Trail. Kids love this. So this basically is a wee wander. Yeah. Ed Corumban through the forest, travelling back to a time when dinosaurs and megafauna ruled the earth. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to meet a Mataburrosaurus. What, you mean they've actually got a dinosaur there? They've got like a, a replica model. Oh, okay, sorry. Open, it, an op- it opens its trap yes. and lets out a bit of noise. And then there's also the enormous Ostrosaurus. That was sort of like an Aussie dinosaur. Ostrosaurus. <laughs> Ostrosaurus. There's an Ostrosaurus, mate. It's called Stevo. <laughs> it's about to sit on your corona. <laughs> It's got a can of 4X. Lovely. All right, just ahead, uh, we are going to crank it up. We head to surfers and we highlight the hospo scene. Stay with us. Get back with Kiwi Trips. There's Mike and Andrew as we delve into the delights of the Gold Coast. Now, Mike. The foodie scene and dining destinations around the GC are very, very nice, and you can also do a little bit of celebrity spotting. Oh, yes. Head on down to Tedder Avenue, Main Beach Surface Paradise. Uh, This has been one of their major tractor beams where the celebs go for the glamorous restaurants, gracing Mm, the very leafy sweep. Celebs like who? Who are we talking here? Oh, well, Nicole Kidman. Oh, okay. Hugh Jackman. Wow. Yeah, Pauline Hanson. (laughs) <laughs> I have no idea. Go on. Yes. Yes. But this, it's the sort of place where you can rub shoulders with surfies and socialites all in one fell swoop. Yeah. Yeah. A great strip of modern cafes, exclusive restaurants, bars and boutiques all along Tedder Ave. Your pick would be what? Uh, Bootcage Bistro and Bar. Lovely. Yeah. Just had a really nice atmos about it. Is it? Similar to the movie Birdcage? Or? Not at all, Andrew. Right. Even though it is by a beach. Uh, okay. True. Yes. I know what you mean, but and no, not like that. <laughs> um, another buzzing venue, by the way, uh, very much in the heart of Surfers Paradise is Surfers Pavilion. Uh, so this is on Fernie Ave, just adjacent to the waterways where you can catch that hop-on, hop-off Fury we talked about a few weeks ago. Now, this hasn't long been open, has it? This is true. Just over a year. Yeah. Um, it's got a very stylish, coastal-inspired interior. The menu is just 
banging. So many tasty goodies. It's like the epitome of Gold Coast living in one venue. But I would say head straight to the Lux Oyster Bar for a plate of freshly shucked oysters. You can't go wrong. Mm. Now, as a child of the 80s, uh, well, formative years in the 80s, anything with Miami in the title sort of makes me think of Miami Vice. But Miami Marquetta. Yes. Yes. This is a very, very unmissable experience because it's all about casual grazing. And if that floats your boat, I would head to Miami Marquetta because it's like a it's like a global experience on a plate. You were transported to the back streets of Bangkok, Barcelona, Hanoi, in this covered food market which bursts into life uh, every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So a whole lot of really cool street food stalls under the one roof. In fact, it is so massive. They've got seating at Miami Marquetta for 1,000 people. That's how mega this place is. That is big. Yeah. Um, lots of live entertainment, on-site bars. They've got a gorgeous gin bar, by the way. And you check like this the gin. out. Yeah. Yes, mm, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Miami Marquetta opened about a decade ago, so you may have heard about it or have heard other people talk about it. It's still cranking and um, is very much considered the best street food experience on the Gold Coast. Okay. If we move from gin to craft yeah. distillery, uh, Granddad Jack's. Yes. Now. Yes. This is very close, actually, to Miami Marquetta in the Miami region of um, Surface Paradise. And Granddad Jack's is the GC's first craft distillery. Obviously, it's become, you know, such a, wow, trend to have distilleries galore. And you have visited many of these. Indeed. I have done quite a lot of um, hard graft sampling, Andrew, for the juices and services of Kiwi Tripsters. Um, (laughs) The interesting little connection with us yeah. is that Granddad Jacks, um, this is headed up by David and Luke Ridden, right? And yeah. they are re- recreating age-old family recipes in memory of their grandfather, and in Luke's case, his great-grandfather, who was Granddad Jack. And he was a barber by trade in Hornby in Christchurch. That's where the bar bar comes from. We've got a theme happening here. This is the Bar Bar edition. (laughs) So they've got these very cool award-winning spirits, um, all handcrafted. They were recently crowned as the producers of the world's best liqueur coffee. Wow. Which is pretty cool. That is cool. So it's not just gin there, but it it is the gin that is particularly superb. Now, there's a particular uh, activity you can do that always makes me think of a Disney movie. Yes. It's called Aqueduct. Yes. It's so touristy. Yeah. So much fun. Um, I boarded an Aqueduct Safaris tour which is Australia's original amphibious tour. It does. Um, They have hosted over 2 million happy customers to date, and they operate a variety of tours from the Akavalev Basin Surface Paradise. One of their more recent offerings is what they call their Secrets, Scandals and Sunsets Tour, which brings to life the most unbelievable tales. Now, true, because there have been a few, uh, let's say, dodgy personalities who have have settled uh, their roots. Move on. And Surfers Paradise over the years. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And yeah. then after taking in the sights by road, your duck, your aqueduct splashes down into the water, into those man-made canals. Yeah. And you take in some of the swanky sights around the waterways of surface. What blew me away, Andrew, is it's extraordinary just how many notorious rich lister scoundrels <laughs> <laughs> were all attracted to surface to build their trophy homes on the water's edge. Man-made knocks like Chevron Island. It's uh, sort of like Scoundrel City. 
yeah. with all of their flash homes. Many of these people ended up in jail. Well, there's a few Kiwi uh, few Kiwis that sort of uh, scooted along the outsides of the law, That's ended true. up in surface paradise in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and it's also very, very cool, by the way, from the aqueduct tour to watch the skyline get gilded by the slumping sun as twilight takes hold. It's just quite a magical, ethereal experience. Mm. But, yeah, really cool fun this tour. I know it sounds touristy, but I would definitely recommend it. And you will get some deeper impressions on the whole Surface Paradise story. That is the thing, too, when you are travelling. Sometimes people go, oh, it's a bit touristy. Well, it's touristy for a reason, because it's popular and it attracts Tourists, so don't. Two, two million happy customers to date. Indeed. Coming up, we swap the beach for the bush and take a jaunt to O'Reilly's Rainforest Retreat. Sounds intriguing. Stay with us. You're back with Kiwi Tripsters, Mike and Andrew. Let us head to the hinterland. O'Reilly's Rainforest Retreat provides a massive scenery change from the beach and bikinis. There's only so many bikinis a former St. Bede's student can see, Andrew, (laughs) before it's time for a change. (laughs) And a change we have. Right, the hinterland. I've always loved the GC hinterland, but if you want to take your adventures next level, definitely book a stay at O'Reilly's. So this is nestled in the elevated splendour of Lamington National Park and its Gondwana Rainforest. Uh, It's all about 1,000 metres above sea level. The road up to O'Reilly's Retreat is a true adventure in itself. It's sort of similar to what a lot of people go to the redwood forests of California to experience in the Avenue of the Giants. So as you drive up to O'Reilly's, you've got these enormous ancient specimens like Antarctic beech trees, and they jut just out from the roadside to the point where they've got like massive reflective signs on the trunks of the trees <laughs> so you don't hit them because they are 3,000 years old. They're quite precious, and they'd prefer you did not run into them. 3,000 years old. Nuts, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, O'Reilly's have been doing ecotourism, and they've been doing this before ecotourism really was ecotourism, right? Very true. Absolute ecotourism trailblazers because this family has been welcoming guests to their nature lodge for 95 years. 95 years. 95 years ago it all began, and they've got lots of eco-firsts under their belt. The patriarch of the family was a chap called Mick O'Reilly. Isn't that a great Australian name? (laughs) Yes. Um, And he was actually Lamington National Park's first paid park ranger. Oh, cool. So for a century, they have been cheerleaders for biodiversity, for conserving the flora and the fauna, and developing many of the walking tracks that lace Lamington National Park. Righto. So what are the standout historic nuggets from their century of operations? Well, a story that really captivated me is how the O'Reillys saved the lives of passengers who were on board a Stinson airliner that crashed in the McPherson Ranges back in the 1930s. That's a cool story, this one, actually. Yeah. So Bernard O'Reilly, who I believe was Mick's son, Bernard used his bushcraft skills to finally track down the site of the wreckage of this plane in rugged terrain deep in the forest. It took him 10 days to reach the site. Wow. And the Australian Air Force, they had been up in the air trying to find the crash site. They couldn't find it. Some of the passengers had died. Well, that's what you'd expect after 10 days. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But after feeding the two survivors, 
He carried the men out of the jungle. No. Yes. So the rescue effort was turned into a movie, and the replica Stinson plane that was used in the movie now takes pride of place on the front lawn of the O'Reilly's Rainforest Retreat. Now, there's a treetop walk, Mm. and it's the main walk of the retreat? Very much the signature walk. It was actually Australasia's first treetop walk. It inspired many copycats. Uh, So their one was built 40 years ago. And it's free. And it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you don't even have to be staying at O'Reilly's to strike out on this fabulous walk. So you can just turn up, have a walk and go again. Yep, exactly. As long as you haven't run down any 3,000-year-old Antarctic (laughs) beach trees. They don't appreciate that. No. But anyway, on this treetop walk, um, being suspended above the mosaic of the rainforest floor, you certainly get a greater appreciation of the marvels of nature. I love the strangler fig trees. Maybe, yes, we've discussed these in yes, another podcast. We you, have you've, you've got a thing about these strangler fig trees. Yes, I think if I came back as Flora, I'd like to be a strangler fig. I could imagine you as a strangler fig, <laughs> and all those rainbow lorikeets would be pooping on you. Yes, I, I also actually would like to be a booyong tree. So you'll see these from the treetop walk as well, a booyong tree. They are like the buttressed kings of the rainforest. These massive like roots sort of fan out from the bottom of their trunk. Mm. Yeah, booyong. Who wants to be a booyong? I do think, though, if you come back as anything, you are going to come back as a bird. Right. So what about the bird life in this hairy area? Oh, Twitch is heaven, Andrew. Yeah. Because Lamington is home to 160 bird species of subtropical birdies. <laughs> they even have daily bird feeding programs at O'Reilly, so you can get up close with some of the apprised specimens. Yeah, well, you don't need that. They find you. But... <laughs> um, I didn't see any rainbow lorikeets at O'Reilly's, but mm. I was quite struck by their crimson rosellas. <laughs> wow. Uh, the king parrots. Yeah, they're, they're kings. They're true kings. They look quite imposing, quite... Um, I think they've actually got a superiority complex, the King Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> they are very much um, one of the big, big boys in the trees. Yeah. And they are the sort of bird that will ambush you. So if they think you are carrying food, they'll swoop down and check it out for themselves. One of the other local stars... Albert's lyrebird. Not exactly the most attractive of birds. Kind of. (laughs) Don't you give the Albert's lyrebird a complex. Don't you body shame the Albert's lyrebird. I have. Yes. It's actually quite an ugly. (laughs) It's a very ugly bird, I'm sorry to say, Albert. About the size of a wicker. Ooh. But so, yeah, quite big, but ugly. Um, However, its redeeming qualities, it is the world's largest songbird and reputed to have the most powerful musical voice of any bird. How lovely. I also loved watching the regent bowerbird, very striking with its golden black plumage. The males do the most ostentatious dance. I thought of you, Andrew, actually. The regent bowerbird male... Sorry, what? (laughs) The regent bowerbird, the male, does a very extroverted dance, busting their moves to try and attract the affection of the female regent bowerbird. It's like a dance-off in the trees. 
how did you get doesn't matter no are the accommodations <laughs> pricey in this area well, i mean is it going to cost you a lot well this is another really cool master stroke from the o'reilly's family ever yeah. since their inception they never wanted their retreat to be exclusive or elitist um, Which, let's face it, you know, there are there are places that claim to be eco, yes. you know, this, that, and the other. And they'll charge you $3,000 a night. Uh, yeah. 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 So you don't have to be a king parrot. You might feel more like a sparrow, and you'll still be accommodated at O'Reilly's. Uh, they've got a massive array of accommodation options, from the campground and the guest rooms in the original homestead to the fantastic villas in the rainforest. But, yeah, seriously, no matter what your budget is, O'Reilly's suits all wallets. O'Reilly's sounds like a place you should check out. Now, stay with us. We go to Tambourine Mountain again. Grab your tambourine. Join us soon. Back in a mo. Stay tuned. Kiwi Tripsters will be right back after this break. Have you been looking to book a warm Queensland holiday this winter? My Queensland's hand-picked holidays are on sale now, where holiday packages include stays at some of the best resorts with exclusive bonus extras. Receive a bonus $200 Experience Oz voucher to spend on a choice of over 800 Queensland experiences. But hurry, offer only available for the first 250 bookings. Visit myqueensland.co.nz to find your kind of Queensland holiday. Terms and conditions apply. This is Kiwi Trips. This is Mike and Andrew and close to Lamington National Park, uh, a recommended destination, very much so. In the hinterland is Tambourine Mountain. I love the name of this mountain. I don't actually know how it got the name Tambourine because I never saw one when I was there. (laughs) But little pop quiz, Andrew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As you mentioned, it's next to Lamington National Park. Who do you think Lamington National Park is named after? The Lord Lamington. Yes. Yes. Who we talked about in the previous episode. Uh, yeah. yeah, Lord Lamington, who yes. reckons he invented the Lamington. Yes. From somewhere. But it might have been a ripoff of the Wellington. It could have been. Which was a 19th century cake in New Zealand. <laughs> so does that mean we actually could call this park Wellington, Wellington National, National Park? Park yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to tambourine. Grab your tambourines. If you are in need of a breather from the buzz and the bright lights of the glitter strip, the green-drenched embrace of tambourine is not only Queensland's oldest national park, but the third oldest in the world. And you've got so many walking trails taking you once again into those ancient Gondwana rainforests um, with lots of palms and strangler figs and epiphytes and curling vines. That is very, very picturesque, Michael. It now, sounds very Tarzan and Jane, actually, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Now, we could make a joke about getting high in Australia, uh, but Tambourine Rainforest Skywalk, we've yes. mentioned this before, and it's another treetop high up in the sky yes. walk, and it is something to be beholden. It is. Uh, this one was established by the Moore family, who still operate it. Uh, they established theirs about a decade ago. It's different to the one at O'Reilly's. Um, so they have very much deployed the steel walkways, uh, zipping you through the upper canopy of the forest, uh, and then it's combined with trails through the forest floor. But once again, you just gaze in awe down at that rainforest floor 
from these elevated walkways. And you will see how the strangler figs uh, and the uh, eucalyptus trees are in this constant tug of war uh, in the rainforest. I can see what's going to happen when you sort of get into your 70s or 80s. Oh, yes. You're going to write a book. Yes. Strangler figs, the anthology. (laughs) I could well do. Is an idea for a rainy day. Now, the main tourist hub in Tambourine is called Gallery Walk. Yes. Now, this is the absolute heart of the tourism trade in the Gallery Walk area. Lures visitors in their droves. I guess it's for the fudge, I suspect, at Granny Mac's Fudge Store. They do very good fudge. I so checked out the full flavour range. You think that the only reason people go here <laughs> is for the fudge? Well, to be honest, yeah. there's a lot of kooks. Along Gallery Walk, you've got your crystal sellers, your dream catchers, your psychic healers, your metaphysical healing therapists. I mean, really. And this is, this is coming from a person who's in therapy because of Rainbow Laura Cake. <laughs> this is true. Also, actually, when you've had your fill of the fudge, right across the road, the cuckoo clock's nest, it's a cracker. So perhaps you didn't feel like you got your fill of birds in the forest. And you want to hear some more bird-like sounds? Well, go to the Cuckoo Clock's Nest. Their shop is completely brimming with authentic German cuckoo clocks and grandfather clocks. Each clock is set to a different time so that shoppers don't go totally insane when they all go off because they go off at different times. You'd go deaf as well. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And people might be surprised to know that there's a swag of wineries on Tambourine Mountain. Michael won't be surprised to know this because he's visited every single one of them. (laughs) Well, there's probably a few I might have missed. Um, I can always go back. There's always more time for a a refill, absolutely. There are so many options. But another easy way to take in uh, sort of like a summary perspective of the wine scene is to join a day tour with Pineapple Tours. So let's suppose you're staying down on the Glitter Strip, uh, Glitter Strip in the GC, or in Brisbane, you can do a day tour with Pineapple Tours, and they will take you to a swag of really cool wineries within the Tambourine Mountain area. Mm. Our, our first stop on the one I did was Mount Nathan Wines, fabulous honey wines, which I hadn't come across before. Neither so, had honey, I. Yeah. Honey wines. Honey-based wines, um, some blood-pumping liqueurs. Boom. In fact, Peter Gibson, the guy that runs it, Wisecrack to us that their ginger honey wine uh, would give COVID-19 a run for its money. <laughs> and apparently it's been a massive seller in the past year. What, Donald Trump ordered a... a, a anyway, okay. <laughs> to, to put alongside his, what is it, remdesivir. Oh, he needs to be remdesivir. <laughs> Cedar Creek Estate Vineyard and Winery. Yes, uh, another magnificent experience. Yeah. Um, it's got a really lush and leafy European feel about it. A lot of people just go there to picnic, and they don't mind if you do. So you can just rock up with your own basket of goodies and sit amongst the vines and enjoy lunch. Uh, If you do want to whistle up uh, some food from them, their calamari is really good. Uh, The Vineyard's Patriarch is 88 years old, John Penglis. He was a a television executive. Yeah, totally. Isn't isn't it weird? Yes. When you meet someone, you think, gosh, you you kind of feel like they might have been a broadcaster. That's because I've got a certain something about Says them. Michael Yardley, the broadcaster who's doing wine tours. Oh, the washed-up radio host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but harsh. But, but harsh. Actually, that was very harsh, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. I feel like I've now got a complex. 
<laughs> tell that to your therapist. I'll go back sort to of the crystal wheel. Fit, fit it in between the, the rainbow lorikeets and the <sighs> big parrots that you gave you a complex. Okay, yeah. yes. Anyway, John is fabulous, and he's the sort of guy that is so proud of his vineyard. He'll just sort of toddle around the estate at lunchtime and share a few unsolicited jokes with the diners. He's brilliant. Politically incorrect personified. Fabulous guy. Loved him. Um, And like so many Tambourine Mountain winemakers, they actually source their grapes from Stanthorpe on the granite belt that we talked about a few weeks ago. Right. So what about the spirits? I'm not talking the ones that the mediums contact on that walk. I'm talking about the actual ones you drink. Indeed. Well, for a palate change, Andrew, after all of that sort of ginger honey wine and so forth, I thought, let's uh, go for the top shelf. (laughs) So we went to Tambourine Mountain Distillery. Um, They have got the smallest operating pot in Australia, but that in no way impedes the quality of their libations. Ah. So for 30 years, they have been manufacturing fine liqueurs, vodkas, schnapps. I do love that word, schnapps. Schnapps. Would you like a schnapps? <laughs> uh, they do rum, they do gin, of course, and more. Um, a wickedly inventive flavour range, everything from your caramel vodka, of course, to eucalyptus gum leaf vodka. Mm, not sure about that one. Eucalyptus gum leaf vodka. Yeah, I wasn't sold, I have to say. Well, you uh, you, you tried it? Oh, of course I had to. <laughs> well, you, you liked the gorse? That's right, the wild gorse. Wild gorse vodka, wasn't it? The no, week? that was a botanical in the gin. Oh, it was a gin, that's yes, right. Yes, yeah. yes, Well, wild gorse gin and gum leaf eucalyptus vodka, I mean. Uh, yeah. I think I, I did enjoy the caramel vodka. That appealed to my sweet taste, but eucalyptus, yeah. whenever I smell eucalyptus, I... I think of koalas. Well, I feel like a koala. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> pineapple tours will... Whip you around all these fabulous places, so let them worry about the driving. I certainly had to. Absolutely. Take a back seat on that day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up, we catch up with our old friend, Carly Baston. If you want to book yourself a little uh, trip to the GC, we're going to tell you how. Be back with you soon. You're with Kiwi Tripsters, and before we wrap up this edition, it is time to check in with our old friend Carly Baston from Queensland. How you doing, Carly? I'm very well, thank you. How you going? What is the My Queensland difference, Carly? I think the team at My Queensland, we're pretty much the ultimate Queensland experts. Um, so we know everything that there is to know about Sunshine State, where to go, what to do, where to stay, and we have a complete collection of holiday packages to make planning your trips so much easier. Now, who are the My Queensland holidays? catered towards? Who are you trying to get on board here? I would say they're catered towards anyone who wants a really great quality luxury holiday but wants to take the stress out of planning it because we do everything for you. Um, We have so many bonus value inclusions, um, tours, attractions, and uh, in addition to the accommodation. And so no matter where you want to go, whether it's in the tropical north or all the way down to the Gold Coast, we've got something that will suit you. So why should Kiwis choose to holiday on the Gold Coast? Well, why shouldn't you? It's got everything. It's got beaches. It's got um, the hinterlands. You've got the theme parks. There's dining. There's entertainment. There's, you know, it's never a dull moment when you're on the Gold Coast and it's a quick flight from, New Zealand as well, about three to four hours. 
perfect for people who don't want to go too far and got sunny weather pretty much year round. And uh, you don't even need to take COVID test to come here or to go back anymore, which is fantastic. As you are the Queensland travel experts, what tips do you have for people wanting to visit the GC? I think one of the must-do activities you need to do when you come to the Gold Coast is see it from the very top and that's to go to the top of Sky Point observation deck um, and you've got 360 degree views of the Gold Coast which is absolutely spectacular. Um, we've also got a lot of wildlife uh, experiences as well so Corumban Wildlife Sanctuary is a great one especially for kids to get down there and have a look at um, wildlife up close and personal. Um, of course, you can learn to surf. You're right on Surface Paradise Beach there, or duck down to Burley, or even Talabudra Creek. Um, got the Star Gold Coast precinct as well, so lots of dining, entertainment, um, and of course, you know theme parks. You can't leave the Gold Coast without experiencing one of those. We're not known as the theme park capital of Australia for nothing, um, but. All the others, the usual is a Surface Paradise Esplanade, which is fantastic. There's markets Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturdays. And if you visit during the winter months, there's always the whale migration to check out for whale watching as well. All right, Carly, have you got a special Gold Coast deal that you'd like to share with our listeners? We sure do. We've got uh, a great little package for a quick getaway to the Gold Coast at Novotel Surface Paradise. You're in the heart of the action there. It's a land-only bundle, so three nights from $379 per person. So that includes a deluxe room with breakfast daily and late checkout as well as daily drinks. So all those little extra perks for you. Um, And up to $1,100 in bonus value with that package as well because you do get a guaranteed room upgrade. Kids can stay and eat breakfast free, which is fantastic. Um, I did mention before the SkyPoint observation deck, you actually get unlimited access to the deck um, with this package. So you can go up every day to watch the sunset or earlier in the day for lunch um, because there is a 10% discount included at Sky Bistro there, as well as a $50 Harbour Town shopping credit. So you can head up to the north, um, do some discount shopping while you're here. Um, but we've also got a few other discount offers in there as well with our privileges, dining card and local experience passes. So you can go and check out tours and attractions and get some great offers to save a little bit of money while you're here as well. And as always, we want to know, why do you love this deal? I think it's just because it's so easy. I mean, it's got everything there. You don't have to worry about your accommodation, your breakfast. That late checkout is always handy so you don't have to rush around the morning, the last morning of your holiday. Um, but then all those bonus extras. So as I said, um, Skypoint and the shopping credit as well as the dining and local attraction discounts, it'll really help boost your holiday, that's for sure. Um, the great thing about the Novotel Surface Paradise is it, as I mentioned, it is in the heart of the action in Surface Paradise, just a few streets back from the beach, really close to restaurants, cafes and bars. Um, and it's got a great range of hotel facilities as well, including swimming pools. So that's always important when you're on holiday. And how can Kiwis book this incredible offer? So simple. You just need to contact our holiday experts on 0800 422 or visit our website at myqueensland.co.nz. Thank you, Carly. Again, the website, myqueensland.co.nz. We hope you enjoyed our spotlight on the Gold Coast. Be sure to like our Facebook page and our show notes are available on the website, kiwitripsters.co.nz. We'd always love you to rate and review Kiwi Tripsters. Go on. Go on. On the podcast service of your choice, give us a rating, even if you think it's absolute crap. <laughs> our feature... <laughs> <laughs> Even if you do, be generous. <laughs> Our feature articles, by the way, on roaming the best of the GC, all those birds. Ah, oh, the bird life.
The Strangler Finks. Yeah. It's all available on fortheloveoftravel.nz. That is fortheloveoftravel.nz. Where are we in a couple of weeks' time? We have no idea yet. You'll find out soon, so we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Take care. Tally-ho. And that's a wrap for this episode of Kiwi Tripsters. Liked what you listened to? Then join us for our next episode of Kiwi Tripsters, where we bring you more travel inspiration, giveaways, and insider knowledge with expert guests on the show. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram, and visit us on kiwitripsters.co.nz. But most importantly, subscribe and comment on Apple Podcasts, and tell us what you think of our show. Till next time, safe travels. Safe travels.